0: Welcome to the Men's Alliance podcast. I'm David Mills. Men's Alliance is a growing movement out of Richmond, Virginia, where tribes of men meet in person weekly for an epic outdoor workout and a real world devotion around a fire. We're bringing men out of isolation, out of their comfort zones, and into something real. Hey guys, this is Dave Mills and today's podcast, I'm going to reveal all sorts of my personal baggage from growing up with you. Um, So bear with me. I think some of you will be able to relate to this. Some of you not so much. So I grew up associating all sorts of things with Christianity that really have nothing to do with it. So here's what I mean. My Southern Baptist Christian school, North Carolina, 1980s upbringing, connected, and bundled all sorts of stuff with following Jesus that really has no connection at all. Now, I realize that many of you didn't grow up under this burdensome yoke of man-made rules by the Bible Belt Pharisees, and you can't relate to this. Good for you. But for those of you who did, then this is super important for us to understand. Okay, Here's a few examples of what I'm talking about getting dressed up in your church clothes, sitting still in pews, okay, singing hymns written in a different century, reading from a 1611 translation of the Bible, and and one that I'm still scarred with to this day is being coerced into being in Christmas pageants and plays and singing things in little churches that I didn't want to partake in and then the big one the big you know atomic bomb is going door to door to hand out tracks now i literally thought that i was not a good christian because i was the only one in the car after church who didn't love these things okay i never liked them i never wanted to go to the living christmas tree i still don't Sorry, Mom. I didn't want to tuck my shirt in or wear a flower on Mother's Day. I certainly didn't want to go back to church again on Sunday night or Wednesday night. And I really hated singing stuff that I didn't understand, like bringing in the sheaves. I hated church, to be honest. I hated it. It was cringy. It was embarrassing. And I went to small, weird churches. Okay. I mean, for a while, my parents went to a church that sang everything a cappella, no music. We went to a church where the women put on little head coverings. We went to a church where I was the only kid in my Sunday school class. Okay. So let me tell you, I know all about weird, little, cringy church services in small towns. And I somehow thought, that all that baggage, all that weird stuff, was connected to Jesus. And if I didn't like all that stuff, and and I thought it was weird, um, and and I didn't want to get into the 1611 language, um, then then I thought that maybe that meant I didn't love God either. So maybe some of you have been to a backwoods weird church that was so uncool or so feminine, with portraits of a frail weak Jesus and little old ladies running the show and telling all the boys to behave and slow down and be quiet. And there wasn't one real man to be found anywhere in the building, just a few old, whipped, fragile men who got together once a month for pancakes. Maybe you can relate to thinking um, like I did, that if you didn't love that kind of church, then you weren't a good Christian. Men, hear this. None of those things have anything to do with jesus and men's alliance is a place for men like us okay we are outdoors with a fire talking about real life no singing no pageants if you say a cuss word no one is going to faint if you light a cigarette fine listen if you can't dip in men's alliance you can't dip anywhere to steal a line from my boy hardy all right I want for men to know that all the cringy, weird things that our culture has bundled with Christianity, all the Ned Flanders dorkiness, has nothing to do with being a follower of Jesus. Jesus was a carpenter. He hung out at the lake, in boats, with fishermen. He broke the Sabbath, and he pissed off the religious leaders. He made his own wine. He flipped over the tables of swindlers and cheaters. He worked with his hands. Listen, a carpenter in first century Israel? would have worked as much with stone or more than they did with wood. Interesting fact there. So when I sit outside around a fire with a dozen or so like-minded Christian men, and we've been carrying sandbags and logs and stones together in our workout, I keep my eyes open when I pray and I look up to see the sparks rising up to the stars. And I feel connected to God and his creation. And it's a different way to worship God. It's not better or worse than the little old ladies with their blue hair singing about the sheaves, okay? It's just different. It's my way, and it's our way. And we don't all have to worship the same way to the same songs and the same rules and the same procedures. Listen, I want to share this with you. Luke 10, 27 says to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind. I think a lot of churches just focus on the heart and soul part and forget about the strength and mind parts. At Men's Alliance, we do not overlook those. I find it worshipful to use my God-given strength. I thank God for my heart and lungs and muscles and legs and arms. And we work out together so that we will improve our strength so that we can be better used by God to protect the weak and help those in need. We also use our minds to worship God. God wants us to use our minds. He created them. He doesn't want us to leave our intellect at the church door. Christians don't get brownie points for being dumb, as Frank Turek likes to say. More on loving God with your mind in a future podcast. Because we can't be ambassadors who represent Christ if we don't take care of our bodies and do not engage our minds. So we ought to engage all four, heart, soul, strength, and mind. Some of you, like me, grew up in a only a heart and soul church, and we need to learn how to love God with the other two, strength and mind. So, we don't need to get tricked into thinking that just because we don't like singing, sitting in pews, Christmas pageants and plays, and reading the 1611 KJV, that we don't love Jesus. A lot of churches are feminine, I get that. We've talked about that on a previous episode. But it's important to know that following Jesus isn't feminine. God designed each of us differently. So it's kind of like this. Here's the deal, right? If a weird person, if a weird, cringy person, uh, they will also be that way in their beliefs. That just goes for all world views. Our personalities spill into our worldviews. That's for everybody. You don't think there's a bunch of cringy, dorky atheists sitting around right now somewhere playing Dungeons and Dragons and drinking White Claw? Okay? It's not just Christians who can be dorky. And if a person is ex-military, motorcycle-riding badass, then their worldview will also reflect that. There's nothing inherently strong or weak about any worldview, just its followers. That's why we've created Men's Alliance. For real men who want to become the husbands and fathers and leaders that God designed us to be. But they need it to be real and on their own terms outdoors with a workout and a fire where you don't have to pretend that you don't smoke or dip or say damn or that you're going through a problem with your marriage or struggling with an addiction or trying to learn how to be a man because maybe you didn't have a father and where you can be the same man on Monday morning as you are on Friday night. Don't let your relationship with Jesus get tied up with organ music and stained glass and handing out tracks to strangers in the food court. Okay. A lot of old school churches, like I've been describing here, think that the only way to share the gospel message is to walk up to total strangers on the street and ask them, if you died tonight, do you know where you'd go? And these churches think that that is the only way. Listen, you can hate church and dislike singing and not own a collared shirt and never talk to strangers and still make a great evangelist, a great ambassador. A few weeks ago, I had the opportunity to meet with Lee Strobel. I went and heard him at a conference. Um, He's the author of Case for Christ. And he said something really great. He said, you don't have to be a weirdo on a street corner with a megaphone or a great speaker like Billy Graham to share your faith with others. You can do it one of several different ways through intellectual conversations like Paul or through sharing your own personal experience like the blind man. Or relationally, like Nabil Qureshi did with David Wood. Or invitationally, like Philip did when he told the skeptical Nathan, come and see. Or through serving, like we see many missionaries doing today who dig wells and bring medicine to people who haven't heard of Jesus. So there's various ways to be an ambassador. And there's various ways to worship God. And we can't let our bad experiences with weird, cringy churches in our past keep us from being awesome Christians today. And today, I'm in an awesome church. And it's fun. It's cool. It's manly. And I don't cringe anymore. I invite my buddies to it. So I want to leave you with a challenge. What stereotype about Christianity are you still holding on to that maybe it's time you outgrow? What method of ambassador do you think you are? the direct, the intellectual, the testimonial, relational, the invitational, or the serving. Follow Christ like the man you are today, not like the boy you once were. Visit MensAllianceTribe.com to find a tribe near you, or maybe you're the man to start one in your area. So check us out at and I hope to see you around the fire soon.